Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Hey, if you're out there right now, I want to say happy Pride Month, everybody. It is a brand new year, Pride Month, and we we here at Straight Up want to say happy Pride Month to all you all. Uh, this is kind of crazy today because this is the first Pride episode that we've done that I'm riding by myself. So uh, this is some, kind of some uncharted territories, but I'm excited to have this Pride Month and do this by myself because uh, I have my own personal story about Pride, uh, and we'll talk about that later. But I have missed y'all. It has been a couple of weeks since I've uh, been out and about. I've been away from work. I've been away from home, and like I had COVID. It finally caught me. I had the Rona, uh, and it got me. So today, if you're listening right now, I'm still battling with a little the the part of the post COVID, but uh, I'm I'm here, you know, I'm here right now. So uh, my my gang's not here with me, but they're they they're here in spirit. So, uh, but today's episode is our Pride Month episode. Uh, you all out there have told us that Pride Month has been our Pride Month episodes have been some of the best that you like, and so we cannot do this without another Pride Month this year and 22 without doing another episode. And I think today. Uh, I want to go ahead and go on a limb and say this today's episode uh, would be one like no other because uh, it is personal to me and our guest today is kind of personal too. So uh, I I can't wait for y'all to meet her. Uh, But, you know, this episode is about pride. And um, as most of you know, our co-host, our co-founder, our partner, our producer, whatever hat he has, uh, Lee, shout out to Lee for putting this together. But uh, he is part of the LGBT plus community. Uh, you know, me and Lee talked about our relationship. Uh, we worked on news together. We worked on studios together and uh, how, you know, a time in his life, he didn't have somebody to care for him the way he wanted. And he I was going through a dark time and he came back to the newsroom. It was like, you know, uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys. It was like, you know, I can't wait to go get married this weekend. And of course, all of us cheering him on. And he said that, you know what? Oh, I'm getting married to a man. No, I was like, who's the lucky girl? He was like, well, I'm getting married to a man. And it was at that time that, you know, because I'm still a Christian, but some of the things that, that the Bible teaches us is to, to love. And I think that when I heard him say that and knowing him personally, to see that he was excited to marry somebody that loved him that like nobody else did, that made me think, look at things differently. And since then, that was almost what, 12, 13 years ago. Since then, I have learned so much about the LGBT community, their struggles and things like that. So here at Straight Up, we want to say once again, happy Pride Month and that, you know, love is love and love who you want to love. So uh, happy Pride Month. Now today, tell y'all what, today is a going to be a phenomenal episode. You know, we get really personal in here. So uh, I want to talk about today's guest today, this person that I know, uh, I'm learning to know, uh, and just a short amount of time knowing this person, uh, we've become very close, we uh, talk almost every day, uh, and they have an amazing stories, they they just, just, their personality is one that I'm trying to push out there because I think the world needs to see this person, but today's guest is a good friend of mine, uh, I want to th- tell y'all, today will be a day you remember, but uh, my guest today, help me welcome Miss Jessica. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Calvin, and 
Happy Pride Month. Happy, happy Pride Month. And like I said, once again, thank you for coming on our show. I know this is uh, it's a crazy month, and I know that you got a busy schedule. So I want to thank you so much for calling us and coming on today's show. And well, thank you, thank uh, you for and, having. And, uh, and so, so Jessica called me by. We had to take a, a second because she called me by my, by my. It's my real name and my nickname, and a lot of people don't get away with that. So I had to, I had to edit. I had to edit this out. So I won't discuss my nickname, but real name that some of y'all don't know, Charita that made all my friends call me this nickname, real name. But uh, so, but that's kind of how personal uh, Jessica and I are. So uh, Jessica, a lot of people don't know, you know, this is kind of where we're going to jump right into it. Okay. So Jessica is very unique and she is part of the LGBT plus community. LB, I always get this wrong. LGBTQ plus community. I probably still mess it up. But uh, Jessica's part of the community. So Jessica, can you tell us um, just right now, like what part of the community do you fit in? So I am the T in the community, which would be for the uh, transgender, transgender part Trans- of the LGBTQ. Yeah. Yeah. I always get that messed up. I always say, I always say LGBTQ. I got to like put it on my thing. One, two, three, four, five. I get all like, you know, so. Uh, but yes, uh, Jessica uh, is part of the LGBT. She is uh, transgender. And you know what's crazy? When I first met you, like, I did not think that you were a transgender. Like, I, it just, it blows my mind, like, how much that, you know, you you look like, you look like a full woman. And it just, like, wow. Like, you are flawless and you looking good. And so, that? I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> you looking good. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot you can tell us about this, but, you know, I'm glad, me personally knowing you, I'm glad that you are who you are, because, you know, like I said with Lee, he had a long time of dealing with people like, you know, and finding love, you know, that was crazy. So let's hop right into it. So you are transgender. How long have you been on this journey? And, you know, when did you start knowing that, you know, this is what you wanted to become? Okay, well, um, I I started my journey when I was around fifteen. Um, I I just knew, you know, I knew uh, that I was not male. I knew that I wasn't a gay male either, and um, I started the medical process when I was eighteen, nineteen, which would be you know the hormones, and then later on the 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 procedures to complete the the whole transition process mm-hmm. and so this happened around 15 so you just knew that something was different or you just didn't like you know you wasn't you weren't interested in certain things or you, how did you just specifically know well i i've always known that i'm attracted to men you know um which is my sexuality you know but my gender um that's something that over time I started discovering um, while going through puberty. You know, I I know a lot of people have different stories on how they find out, but me personally, the only way I can explain it is that I just knew, like I just knew on the inside, you know, and it took me a while to figure out like. 
you know, what transgender was, um, how far you could go with it, what was possible and what was not possible. So, you know, slowly, um, I reached the point where I, I, you know, I was ready to, you know, take the steps in it because, you know, it's, it's a long process. Some people, you know, they get certain things done. Some people don't, some people take the hormones, some people don't, you know, some people go all the way, some people don't. And it's, it's all your personal choice, of course, you know, I, I went all the way though. So <laughs> and we're, we're going to talk about you going all the way here in a second, mm-hmm. because uh, this is straight up. We don't hold anything back and, you know, we're very open and we're very accepting as, uh, as well. Uh, I want to go back to you being in high school and being 15 and stuff like that. Like, was because nowadays it's kind of hard, but like during this transition in high school, was it was it tough or there were were your friends accepting or they understand? Or I mean, how was that process in high school? Well, um, when I was in high school, I guess uh, I was lucky because. Um, there was already like a big uh oh uh awareness of it you know um there were like there were like two gay people there were a lot of lesbian girls you know but um i was like the first i guess you could call um i guess back then they would say you know like cross dressing trans transvestite like we didn't really know the lingo but like you had like the lesbians you had you know your gay people and then there was me you know so the, most of the time your friends were accepting of, you know, who you were. Um, everyone was very accepting. You know, the, the teachers were very respectful. Um, you know, there were some people that would say, you know, some comments, but, you know, nobody actually came up and did anything about it. You know what I mean? Because like I, I stayed in my lane, you know, and like, but I also defended myself, of course, you know, mm. I wasn't very like uh, problematic or like looking for fights. so. You know, my high school life wasn't, wasn't like, uh, very hard. Mm. What was hard was, was, um, dealing with it at home with family. But when it came to school and friends, they were the first ones to be accepting of it. Now you would, you would think that, you know, your family, they would be as accepting, but how was that like me? Cause I, I would, I would think the complete opposite that your friends wouldn't be accepting, but your family would, but how was that how was that like well you know back then i didn't put myself in you know my mom's shoes but um i was her only son so you know it's it would be hard for any parent you know and it's harder because you know it's not like right now where you know there's so much education on being transgender like it, it's in on tv it's it's when you scroll on instagram it's it's everywhere you know so back then there wasn't it, it was very taboo and like you know the school barely knew you know what to say about it so like i didn't i didn't blame her but like i i just tried to be patient with her you know because it, in a way i was like taking her son you know what i mean she already had a daughter and you know she was getting another daughter and and it's hard it's it's hard to you know when you transition people forget people transition with you and that includes your family you know it's a transition for them too so 
um, it, it wasn't easy, you know? I think about it like that. Uh, that's, wow, I didn't think about that. Like, can, was there ever a point to where your mom kind of knew that this was going on or just that she can kind of tell that, you know, because I know especially, especially in the Black community, they like, you say, oh, that boy gonna be gay. You know, just come out and mm-hmm. just, you know, it's not, it's not, first off, it's kind of hurtful, you know, a little bit, but, you know, they they would, how can I put it, just, they know, but they kind of make it worse, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Or does that make sense at all or what? Well, you know, I, I come from a Latin background, so I understand what you're saying. There's like the machismo in the culture. Um, you know, I just, I, I, I knew how it was going to be. I knew that it was not going to be easy, but I was, the focus was for me to know who I was and um, start that journey. And then like the support I know would come from them. It was just like, if they're not educated about it, it's not their fault, but that would be like my job to educate my family, you know? That's how I see it. I'm pretty sure that uh, you get a lot of questions every day. I I know you do, and we're gonna have some <laughs> so many so many more questions. But so you went from James to Jessica. Like I want to know. This is a question from Lee. Like, how did you get from? How did you pick your your new name? Like, where'd your new name come from? So a lot of people have the luxury of choosing their name you know you go through your what is it the name of books and you know it's like symbolic or and all this stuff but um I didn't get to choose my name because um when I was uh you know already already to the point we're living as a woman I had a I had like a little side job you know just a waitress you know and um they were very supportive too but they were like you can't you can't walk around and say James, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, people are there to eat. I didn't want it to be a distraction. So they were like, do, do you have another name? Do you go by anything? And like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Cause I just, the name thing, um, you know, I, I had gone by many names, you know, but like nothing stuck. So then they were just like, you know, we're Jessica, just Jessica, you know? And like, it just, it just stuck like glue. And ever since that day, like when I got to the point of me legally changing my name, there was no, I couldn't choose anything else because people had already called me, you know, that. So I guess it was, I guess it was meant to be, you know. Kind of how, how some of y'all who were close to me, I don't go by a certain name, man. Because one person called me this one name and now my new friends like Jessica have adapted to calling me <laughs> this name. And so I'm, I'm getting used to it though. But uh, yeah, man, Jessica, you have an amazing story and I can't wait for you to tell us more. We're going to have more uh, with Jessica and, and Pride Month on the other side of the show. I can't talk today, my bad. <laughs> and we have more with Jessica on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned. This is the Straight Up Show podcast. Happy Pride Month, everybody. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up. 
to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. years that straight up has been a podcast we've gone to where most podcasts have never gone before from multiple celebrity guests to groundbreaking episodes straight up is changing the podcast game and now that season six is finally here we plan to continue leveling up with our exclusive season six merchandise that's right grab your 80s retro inspired merch today just visit our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show Podcast. This is our Pride Month episode. It is a, uh, we're having a good time today. I have my co-host today. She's filling in. She's our guest co-host, friend, uh, homie, whatever you can say, but Jessica, uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on our Pride Show episode. You're welcome. It's 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 an honor to be here, Calvin. Yes, ma'am. I know. That's so, it's so weird to hear you call me Calvin. That's so weird, but <laughs> you know, you know, uh, but anyway, so it's, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm telling y'all, it is so weird for her to call me Calvin. I feel like it's like, you know, like, if you're calling a teacher by the first name, like, what? What'd you just say? You know, it's so. It's a form of respect, you know. Yeah, form of respect, <laughs> you know. But, Jessica, uh, we have, we're having a good time. Uh, thank you so much for being vulnerable enough to come on our show and talk about your experience uh, as a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. And, Jessica, she's been through a lot, you know, and uh, she's already educated me on some things about the LGBT community and her transition. So, uh, just kind of catch you all up. She uh, started feeling different when she was 15. Uh, then, you know, around 18, she changed the name, right? Uh, you started doing everything. And then, so uh, tell us, when did you start making changes uh, to your body? Like, when did you say, you know what, I'm going to go full on, like, you know, you said you were a waitress at a, uh, at a, at a restaurant and they were cut. You couldn't call yourself James. Uh, but when did you start making changes to your body yourself? Okay, so um, uh, I didn't have a lot of transgender friends growing up. Maybe like one or two, we would kind of talk, you know. Uh, The internet was not big back then. I think MySpace was the was the thing, you know. Yeah. So so, um, we used to go down to Santa Monica. Um, I think it's yeah, it's Santa Monica like around West Hollywood. And um, I would actually go with my friend, a genetically born female, because um, I had questions because I was ready to get my body done. You know, I had no no idea how to 
how how it worked pretty much, you know. So um, I would go to these clubs sometimes, and you know the girls were beautiful, you know from head to toe, body completely done, face just immaculate, you know. And um, of course, I asked questions, you know. Um, a lot of them would uh, advise me, you know, like that they knew somebody that knew somebody that did, you know, what they call uh, pumping parties, you know, which is the um, black market silicone. They could put it anywhere in your body to add volume. You know, you can't subtract with silicone, but you could, you could add, you know. So back then, you know, I was like, I'm like five, six, I was like 140, 150 pounds, very thin, you know, didn't really have a lot, still cute, you know, but just didn't have a lot going on. So um, I was going to do it. I was going to do it. And um, they never picked up, thank God. And later on, I heard stories that like, the person, you know, like almost, you know, killed someone and was, it wasn't even silicone at the end. So then it got to the point where like, I, I stood back like, okay, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So um, I actually started asking my regular girlfriends, you know, like not regular, but you know what I'm saying? Like not transgender, but naturally born female. And, um, you know, I went to the surgeon and I, I would ask, you know, like I want, I want to, you know, augment, augmentate the breast. So we started off with that. Um, after that, I had a rhinoplasty. And then um, I did have a, a BBL. I had a liposuction. And then I also had a sex reassignment surgery. You know, not in that order, but you know, that's the list. Uh, everything was done by a legitimate, legitimate doctor. Um, very safe, you know, very safe completely. Um, it was not like right away, by the way, everything was like a couple years, you know, apart, of course. And, um, I'm so glad I did it safe. I'm so glad I didn't do anything illegal. I'm so glad that, um, when I started hormones, I also had a doctor check my blood pressure, my kidneys, you know, like your, your blood, your cholesterol, like all that goes into because a, a hormone is a steroid do you understand mm. it's a steroid mm. yeah so it's funny that I was going to start off risking my life to get the body I wanted and I feel almost like God or the universe didn't let me get pumped because you know I maybe I wouldn't have been here by now you know mm. so I remember there was like a video of like a botched surgery and the lady's boob was just like, remember the video I sent you and her? Yes. And I was like, when I showed you, and you know, uh, Jessica and I have a mutual friend and me and the mutual friend, we were like, oh, and, and Jessica was like, oh, like that happens. I'm like, and you just, you didn't even flinch. And you didn't even it flinch. Happened. I was like, wow, you just not going to flinch. It, it, this is happening. You just, I'm like, to us, it was like, but then. You, I mean, look. When you're at a birthday party, not all the balloons make it, you know? At the end of the day, some of them are going to pop. So, you know, <laughs> that's why, you, you know, you, you go to, to a good doctor, you know, and you're safe about it, of course. But um, yeah. it was very scary to see that, you know, like but, if, if you had work done and you see that it's, 
impactful for yeah. you know. I think for you, it's just like, you know, you knew the risk of what that person was probably going through and you still, you know, so it, that didn't phase you. So you had all this done. You had the 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 boobs, the butt, like and, and mind you, I just found out what a BBL was because I knew you. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant before. You know what I mean? And like and uh -huh. sadly, not even like a week ago, I just found out what BBL stood for. So I do I just always heard I would always hear you say it, but I never knew what exactly it was. But uh -huh. then I knew the acronym like not even a week ago. So it's Brazilian butt lift where they transition, yes, where they transition yes, the fat from your body and put it in your booty. They right. transfer it. The transfer, fat. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can take it from anywhere in your body. Mm. Um, they don't just stick it right away in your butt. They harvest it. So they 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 take out the bad fat, you know? It's like a pulp, you know? Mm. And um, they take the good fat and they put it, you know, places where 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 you'd like it. it mm. It's not just the butt. You could put it on your face, on your lips, you know, and it's your own body. So, you know, most of the time, your body is gonna accept it. Mm. You know, it's it's when you have a unknown object that it can it can be rejected. So, mm. I just always thought that was a safer route than the silicone. And this is outside the interview, but I want to know because we have a mutual like. Uh, a mutual crush, I guess. Uh, Iggy Azalea, is that real or fake? What do you think? <laughs> I think, I think it's very, I think it's really beautiful and really high maintenance. I'll just leave it right there, okay? You're not gonna say if it's real or fake. You're just gonna, okay. Dance around <laughs> the question, I get it, I get it. She's one of my <laughs> girls, I can't, you know. Yeah, I know. Does it but, matter though? Does it matter? I for some people, you know, you saying people can like, you know, you know, not all the balloons make it to the party. So <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we have Jessica here today. Uh she's telling us all about this. So you went through all these surgeries, right? And mm -hmm. from 18 until your age now, like how long do you think that it took for you to, I guess, be satisfied to be in the uh, full womanhood of what you want to be? So what I want to make clear is that, um, you know, I, I felt like a complete woman before my body work. Like in my mind, I know who I was. I knew like how I wanted to be seen and how to, how to carry myself. You know, the body is just what goes along with it. You know, I wanted to look a way that to me would make me live more happy mentally. And um, it's like I tell people, it's okay to be vain. It's okay to be vain to some extent. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes a little vanity is what um, doesn't let women let themselves go, you know? So, um, but if your question is, uh, did I feel physically like uh, mm. completely beautiful after mm. all the surgeries? Yeah, I felt like a woman the whole time. I just didn't feel like an attractive woman. Okay. If that answers the question, I got yeah. you. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you. Thank but you. But once the, the the body work is done, I felt like a like a confident woman. You know, I felt like I felt like you know, um, 
I felt good. I felt good. I, I, I felt like the mind and the body can, you know, the connection that you talk about, you know, being in one. This is uh, the tough part. Do you think that had you not done all the surgeries, would you be as happy uh, being a transgender? Um, I, I'm going to say probably no, because I, I think there's two types of uh, transgender people. I think there's people who don't need the sex change and they live happy. They're fine. Um, they're, they're brave and they're strong in my opinion. And then there's people who they just can't, they can't live with their body like that. And, and that was me. If, if I wouldn't have had the work that I've had done, especially that big surgery, no, I think it, it, I would be very, um, very depressed, you know, very uh, incomplete, definitely incomplete. All right. So speaking of that surgery, I'm pretty sure when somebody hears transgender, they ask that question. Do you still have it? Do you not still have it? You say that you do not have it. What can you tell us about that surgery? Okay. So I would say um, in my life, that is going to always be the million dollar question for people, you know, um, and I'm not mad about it. I'm, I understand. I completely understand, you know, we're talking, going from like A to Z, you know, not even A to B, Z, like completely the opposite. I think uh, that you need to get counseling if you're considering it. You have to, you have to go to therapy. You have to also, you cannot do it for a man or a woman, you know? You cannot do it for anyone but yourself. I also think you need to do it when you're older. Definitely when you're older. Um, I think that there's amazing surgeons out there, you know, but for something like that, definitely talk to insurance about it. That, that's, that's how I did it, you know. Uh, my insurance uh, covered it. And they, they did everything that you had to do. You know, the therapy, the blood work. Um, you have to be a certain weight for it. See, people don't, people don't know about all this, you know. You, you have to, you have to be, I could be straight up in the show, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, you have to be fully developed, fully developed. And when I say that, I'm talking about, I think people that are over 18 should do it because what people don't realize is in order to have a functioning vagina, you need all the parts, all the parts, you know, because that's how they make it um, function to the point where you can feel um, arousal where you can urinate, where you can live a healthy life, you know? You know, a lot of people use the term cut off and they're actually not cutting anything off. They're, 
they're recycling it in a way, you know, because, you know, your nerves are your nerves. There's no nerve implant. There's no uh, click implant. It's no, they, they, whatever you come in with, it's what they're going to use, you know? So, you know, when people are younger getting it done, I, um, I worry, I worry because, you know, I'm not sure what age they say that you stop growing like your body, you know? And, um, I just think like, if you're under 18, you're not developed, you might not have enough skin. Maybe you don't have enough skin. They're going to have to get skin from somewhere else. That could be a complication, you know? Um, and you also need to have, um, support, you know, you need to have your family, maybe a husband, a friend, you need to have someone support you because for seven days, you're going to be isolated from the world, you know, and people think that the physical part is the hardest, but to me, the hardest part was sitting there, um, my family came, you know, my, my boyfriend at the time came, but you know, no one stayed the night, of course. And it's, it's that thought where you sit there and you're like, I actually did it, you know, and you have to learn to work with your new body all by yourself. And that mentally is going to be the hardest thing. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and, and answering that question. Um, two follow-up questions uh with that i did i didn't know that that's all it y'all you have to go through you know here in texas they're making a law to where parents will be arrested doctors will be arrested for giving any kind of medical treatment uh to transgender children would you say that giving kids hormones at a young age would you be against that if they're trying to transition or would you still be on the fence of saying wait until they're 18 to make that decision? I think that, you know, it's always gonna be a parent's choice. Every parent is different, you know? Um, I know a lot of people wanna start their kids young on hormones because if you cut puberty, you will look more the gender you wanna be with the hormones, which might save you the trouble of getting so much surgery later on so that's I I need people to know that's the reason why they're trying to they're trying to nip it in the bud so that you know like if if you don't develop fully into a male um you'll look more female and you know your life would be a little easier because you know it's a shallow world out there you know but I I personally feel like you know Caitlyn Jenner transitioned so um smooth for an older person you know um I you know I did it when I was 30 you know so it's never too late you know I just feel that um with kids make sure there's if you're if you're gonna do it make sure there's there's a therapist make sure there's a therapist make sure that um a, a family unit you know um hormones I would say you could use maybe the puberty blockers. That's a lot safer. 
but adding the estrogen, I would probably wait until they were closer to 18. Um, I'm just saying because at, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, it's your child's safety that matters, you know? And I know a lot of people might be like, well, they, you know, it, it's possible. And of course anything is possible, but you as a parent, you do, you, you make that decision, you know? But um, I just think around 18-ish, 18, 17, it's, it's a little easier mentally for you to know what you want and what you wanna do. You know, you don't, you don't have to start hormones um, as a young kid to start transitioning. People forget that. You can just start, you know, dressing the part, slowly working your way into it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, getting the family to, like I said, family and friends transition with you. You know, mm -hmm. the medication's gonna be there. The surgeries are gonna be there. You know, there's, there's no rush to do it. Like slow and steady wins a race. You know what I'm saying? So, and you, you, you definitely have completed your marathon, you know, and, you know, Jessica and I, we talk about this almost, well, almost every day, right? Just mm -hmm. about the struggles that you've been through. And um, so you said when you, when you had your surgery, you had your boyfriend with you uh, at the time, um, how has you being transgender, like even pre or post-op, how has your love life been since you have been transgender? So I'm, I'm going to say it was rough in the beginning, you know, um, it, it's, it's, you're never going to truly, you're never going to truly be like a hundred, you know, like a natural born female, you know, that's just a fact. I'm not trying to hurt no one's feelings. You know, we have to be realistic. Um, but I just think that if, if you're, if, if, you know, for me, I had to tell myself, I'm, I'm a special type of woman and a special type of man is going to understand, um, try to, try to learn and, and, and it will work, you know? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, now that I've, you know, gone through all the changes and, you know, like I'm dating, like my problems aren't really, you know, men having an issue with my body or anything like they become woman problems, you know, I'm still waiting to get a text back. Okay. I'm still trying to, you know, see, you know, if I connect with you mentally, if you, if you have something going on for yourself, you know, so that doesn't mean that you know, there's still going to be that one person who's like, it's not for me, but that's where you have to maintain strong and say, just because I'm not for him, it doesn't mean I'm for nobody, you know? So once you have your, your surgery, um, I mean, I'm just saying, putting it out there, like I haven't had an issue physically with men. I would just say it would be just like, you know, the normal, the normal troubles of dating, you know, of like finding the one, but before the surgery, yes, it, it was very hard. It's very hard, you know, and, and 
once again, you have to put yourself in, in their shoes, you know, like, you know, you see a whole woman and, and then down there and, and some people can work with it. You know, I, I couldn't work with it just because like, it, I just, I just could not have a normal sex life that way. I just couldn't, you know? And um, once I had it done, and this, this is speaking for me, you know, um, things became a lot easier, a lot easier, like no regrets at all. No, and I, I tell this to you and anybody else that's going through this, like, don't, don't look at, you can, you don't look at the rejection, but you, you look out for your redirection. You know what I mean? So like, you know, it's just, you know, that's, that's not it. So, uh, wow. I didn't know a lot of this stuff, you know, and, you know, it's pride month and, you know, being your friend, you're making me proud of you. So, uh, I'm I'm being serious. So being my, you know, knowing you, my friend and knowing that you can speak like this and you're making me proud and proud month. So we're going to have more with Jessica on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the straight up show podcast. The videos and images displayed all across the world cannot fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many of their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. Straight up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. Sultan Salahuddin from Southside 62 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? Welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Today, I'm joined by our wonderful guest, Jessica. Uh, thank you once again for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me, Calvin. Yes, man. That's so weird. But, you know, the, here you go, Calvin. And I ain't telling none of y'all my nickname. So I just, y'all, you know, Tarita, if you're out there, this is all your fault. Uh, but no, uh, thank you so much for coming on our show. Uh, Jessica is a transgender woman. She's a good friend of mine. And she has been telling us stories about her life and transitioning her love life. Uh, it has been a lot that you have been through. And yet here you are standing strong and personality and you know where you where you where you are from it is somewhat of a small town and you know just to see anywhere you go 
it's just like not because you know you're transgender, but you got personality anyway. But people is just like, <gasps> and I'm pretty sure you get looks all the time, and you get people trolling you. And um, I didn't today. I found out, you know, I've always known about you, you know, having you know worries about going places because you are transgender. But you know, uh-huh. I spoke to our our producer. And he kind of validated what you were saying that just it's a it's right now, even though that people are being more accepting, it is still scary. Uh, can you tell us about why it's scary and, you know, some of the things that you've personally been through, the hate that you may have received for being transgender? Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm I'm going to start off when I was younger. Um you know, before, you know, she looked as good, you know, but um, <laughs> polished, you're going to say polished. Okay. Um, I was uh, in between jobs. It was very hard to find jobs because um, when I got to the point where I looked presentable enough, you know, um, my name wasn't legally changed, you know, so I would go to the interview and I would wing it. But then um, it's like you got a sixth sense. You know what I mean? It's like they they ran my information. And then like I would, and I would be honest with jobs. I'm like, look, like, you know, like I was this, Jessica now, you know, but I really want to work here. And I'm, you know, I'm here to work, you know? And I got the whole like, well, we're going to call you back, which was really like it, translating to like, it was because I was trans. I mean, I was, you know, I was like 18, 19, you know, um, I had transportation. I had, a, you know, a experience with food. Like you can't give me a reason. You can't give me a reason why, you know, it's like, we're not hiring at the time, but they have like a big sign right there, you know? So getting work was very hard. It was very hard. Um, the, the job I had the longest I actually got it because I didn't tell them because I was like, I'm trying to find work. You know what I mean? I didn't tell them until I signed my name and then bam, I was like, well, I'm hired, you know? So if you're trying to fire me, then, you know, we're going to go another route, but she's going to get money regardless. Okay. So just give me my apron and let me start working, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and I was blessed. The job was very supportive. They were great. But um, that's that's one struggle. Going to the club was a big struggle because I had beautiful friends. I had beautiful friends. Just made me. I was I was kind of awkward looking, you know. It made me stand out there. Um, just social events, you know what I mean? Like some men would come up to me, and if they didn't know, like. It just, it, it was embarrassing because like I had to go through it publicly, you know. Um, online, I don't really get, you know, people to say anything. Um, plus, you know, online, everybody wants to be a gangster. So, you know, whatever, you know. But like uh, now, like in the stage I am, um, I, I don't really go through things. And, you know, I I also know where to go though. You understand? You you need to know where you can go and where you can't go. Right. Like people think like you know once you know 
you know, all this happens that I'm just going to like zoom in and out of wherever. No, like I'm, I'm still not going to go to like, you know, like a dark alley. You know what I mean? I'm still not going to go to like where I know someone like me could get killed or, or hurt, you know? And it's just the reality of the world, you know? It's just the reality of the world. So. And, and why do you, why do you think that people are trans are, 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 are targeting transgender because like what, what, I, I never understood that that kind of hate. You know, I, I think it's because, you know, there's a big concept of, well, you should tell me, you know, you should tell me before you, you try to date me, but then some people are like, I want you to get to know me and then I'll tell you, which I can understand both parts, but I think, this is just my mentality, you know? Um, your life comes first before your pride. Your life comes first. So if they're not gonna accept it now, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are not gonna accept it, but your safety comes first, you know? It's, it's not gonna be worth the two minutes you might have it with this man, you know what I'm saying? Right. It might not be worth the, the two dates that you think are gonna happen, you know? So. You got to be selfish when you transition to the point where like, am I going to be okay? Is this going to be safe? Is the group of people, you know, once I went out and they, they, they outed me at a club, right? And they're like, you know, oh, she's a man. And so are the rest of them. All, all three of my friends that, you know, <laughs> are mothers. Okay. Right. And I was like, I put them in danger. Do you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I will never regret my life. I, I know that it's a risk, but I also told myself, like, I'd rather die as a woman than die as something that I'm not, right. you know, mm -hmm. but in general, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to, I also don't want to hurt people. I don't want to deceive people. Mm -hmm. So I, I know where, I know where I can I know where I know how to stay in my lane, you know, but I think in general, people should know where to stay in their lanes, you know. For those people who, because I, I, I tell you all this all the time, like, you know, you, you are one of the strongest people that I've met before, you know, just to hear you and what you say and just how you just always have to boss hog everything, you know, and, uh, you know, great personality. But there are people who are in somewhat of your same shoes that's not as strong as you. Mm -hmm. What would be a message to them or those who, are, who, who haven't come out in being themselves? Uh, what is something that you can tell them, like uh, words of encouragement? You, you, you have to accept yourself. You have to love yourself you know um you have to you have to before you you get into anything you have you have to love yourself the moment before you step outside the door you know because like trans or not especially now like people are gonna attack you just for looking good just for just for for getting a better job just for driving a better car you know so you just have to like accept yourself, love yourself, and 
I don't know if this is like a bad thing to say, but like, like enjoy your environment, but also don't forget your settings, you know? Yeah. Alert, you know? That's some hood stuff too, though, but you know. <laughs> that's some hood stuff too <laughs> you know yeah but that's that's real talk though but um and and, and one more thing and this is kind of how i always say you know like you know f the haters uh for people who like first off like does it offend you because me and like we had this, this talk last night or today i'm not for sure uh mm-hmm. but does it because what 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 is your pronoun so my pronouns are she's and her, you know? Mm. Um, it's very simple, you know? It, it's mm. just very, like I said, you know, like, you know, I'm I'm living as a female. Mm. I feel the female and like, it to, to me, a lot of people have their pronouns, you know, the way they want them and everything. Um, totally respect it, you know? But um, for me, it's, you know, it's she, it's her, you know? Does it does it bother you if people get it wrong at all? I mean, you know, like you can't. I can't understand why I would want you to call me him. Mm-hmm. I I can't understand it. I I can't understand, especially like, um, if if you know my story, you know, like like there's some people who know my story, and and they're still going to say him or he Mm -hmm. I'm like it's because you know the problems with you you Mm -hmm. you have a problem just you know I don't know if it's uh what do they call um self-hate what what do they call when it's a uh when people aren't like you know with their own sexuality you know what I mean it's within it's within yourself you know like for you to be comfortable in your sexuality, mm. you know? So I, I know if you're going to call me him or he, you're, you're attacking me because you're mad. Mm-hmm. You're mad to be getting a job. You're mad because you should be going for that girl you want to be with. You're mad because you haven't gone up and done something with yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I also, I'm not, I'm not someone who wants to fight. So, you know, just hearing that word, I'm going to walk away, of course, you know, mm-hmm. but like, what you're trying to do, it's not going to stop me from living my life, you know, because if I, if that stopped me, I wouldn't be where I'm at now, you know. And that's what makes me mad, like, people, you know, they get super mad at you, then they want to call you out to name, you know what I mean? Oh, well, you used to be a man, like, you know, that, that stuff makes me mad. Well, see, people don't have to call me at all. Mm. People don't even have to come up to me in the beginning. That's the thing. You don't have to, you're going out of your way, you know, you're going out of your way. Because I'm not going out of my way to come for you. I'm too busy, you know, getting my life together. This is why I'm, I think for the most part, I'm, I'm genuinely happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I, if I wasn't happy, I'd be attacking people, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, so for those people who kind of, I guess because me, I'm straight and there's a lot that I don't know about transgender or the lgbt community but i call myself an ally right mm-hmm. what is something that you can tell people who are i guess against learning or just uh ignorant to the fact like what would you say to those people 
if you don't want to learn about LGBT, then you don't have a right to give an opinion, really, you know. You just, I mean, what, what, you don't want to learn, you don't want to understand, and there's two ways of going about it, you know. You don't have to accept it, but you could just respect it, you know. Like people don't, people need to understand, like, I don't need people to accept me. I don't, I don't need them to, to believe my story. You don't have to, but if we're walking down the street, then you, you don't need to, you know what I'm saying? Like attack me or be rude or, or, or do something crazy. You know, you could just walk around me. That's how I see it. You know, now, if, if, if you have questions, you know, Everyone has a phone. Google it. If you're too embarrassed to ask someone, Google it. You know? Or if if you if you really want to get into the mind of someone and, and want to know it, then if you're lucky enough to know someone like me, you know, you can have that conversation. But it, it's all about respect. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because you know, to give respect, you gotta get respect. So you must respect me a lot because you know I, I ask you some off the wall questions, so most of the time, you know, most. <laughs> I ask you some off the wall. I'm, I'm curious. I ask a bunch of questions, but but you know I'm, what? Power though. I rather you ask me, you learn about it, so that when you're out there, I can be proud to say, you know what? Like he knows. Mm -hmm. He, you know, mm -hmm. you know what to say, what not to say, and and most of it it's really basic stuff, mm. you know, it's very basic, you know, if that person likes to be, wants to be with a man and uh, identifies as a woman, then, you know, mm. make happy. It's, it's very simple. If you can't call them she or her, then just don't call them at all. You know, yeah. call them by their name, call them by their name, you yeah. know? And, and Jessica's right. Cause like what she's saying is so true. Cause like the questions that I want to ask and I'm scared to ask, she's like, oh, you know, and just answer it. So just so, just so calm, like it's nothing. So uh, don't be scared. So uh, Jessica, thank you for coming on the show. You've done a phenomenal job. Uh, before we go, you know, we're going to have some fun with this because it's Pride Month. Okay. And I hope y'all are hearing how prideful uh, she is, you know, and uh, so before we, we go, I just want to know in your definition, and I ask this every year for our Pride episodes, what does Pride mean to you? What does Pride mean to me? You know, no one's asked me that before, actually. No one's asked me that. Okay. I must, I must look prideful, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pride to me. Pride to me goes... Um, it's not just LGBT. It's just, you know, be proud that you made it. Be proud that you made it. No matter if if you're not exactly in the transition process you want to be, even if it's just one step, which is like, I barely came out today. Be proud of that. If I, I barely took my first hormone pill, be proud of that, you know, or I, I finally realized just who I am be proud of that, you know, like be proud of every step you take to find yourself, be yourself and be happy, you know, 
the, the sometimes it's it's a beginning where you need to have the most pride to get to the end. Just just a thought, you know. Mm-hmm. So happy pride. Um, happy. <laughs> <laughs> so this question is I'm gonna use this last question because I knew I, I told my producer. I said, okay. don't, don't, don't make me ask her this question because I know she's going to have a field day with this. Okay. Uh, so who were some of your favorite influences? Yeah. Influence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, are yeah. general or just like what, what, what we always talk about? Go ahead and go for it. The mic, the mic is yours. Go ahead, go ahead and go for it. I know you're going to go off. <laughs> like people who influence me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I, you know, I love me some Kim Kardashian, okay? I love Kim Kardashian. I know, I know, I know. But to me, I, I see it like a, like, a, like a way to a businesswoman, okay? How about we leave it at that? Okay. As a businesswoman, well, as a way get to- Get off your butt and do your job. Exactly. You know, what, what did she do? You know, um, like she said, like, you know, I know a lot of people think, they're distracted by everything else, but you know, but she's there and she's she's made it, you know? So that's one. Um, my other influence would be um, Amanda Lepore. I don't know if a lot of people know who she is. She's an icon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was, she's one of the most famous uh, transsexuals in New York. You know, she uh, was a model for, uh, uh, David LaChapelle, um, she uh, was like one of the first people who had a complete sex change. And she just left a small town with one suitcase. And just, like I said, it's not just that, you know, she got her body and everything together. She got her life together and she lived her truth, you know? So that, that's, you know, that's another person. And um, let me see who else. I mean, it, it's, it's just to me, it's just anyone that shows me that you can make it, I guess, you know, anyone that, that, that shows me that they can make it that, um, you know, not every transgender story has to be like a, a sad story mm-hmm. or like a, a, a murder or something, you know, like, or, or like a scandal. No, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, you know. Uh, well, like I, this is my, this is my go-to because like it's Pride Month, so you want to celebrate Pride, you know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do music, you know. I, I make all the music you hear on this, the show, and on the broadcasting. All that's me. I make all that. So, uh, for LG for Pride Month, I want to say mine is Sylvester, Sylvester, you know, and just to hear the, his music or uh, her music, sorry, and just to hear how how they did it in the eighties. So. That's who I'm celebrating this Pride Month. This Sylvester, you know, may may he may he rest in peace. Uh, mm-hmm. The you know, but that's mine. So, man, Jessica, uh, wow, we did it. You came you came on the show. We we broke some barriers today. Right. <laughs> it took a while for me to get here, but I came here. Yeah, came here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, once again, uh, thank you for coming on our show, being vulnerable. Uh, and coming on Pride Month, you know, and I, I'm wanting to, and Christina might not like this because I kick her off my show all the time, but uh, I want to extend the invitation for you to come back uh, and talk to us, maybe outside of Pride Month, and maybe you can educate us more uh, about the community. 
you know, if if she's not booked and busy, she might she might come back. You know, she might. You know. <laughs> no, I would love to. I would love to. You know, like, um, you know, if 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 you if you um are making the effort to learn, that's that's progress, mm-hmm. and that's another reason to 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 be full of pride. You know, mm-hmm. you know, remember pride. Pride is it's for everyone. It's for your friend. It could be your uncle. It could be your your mom. Your your sister, because anyone can, anyone can be going through it. So mm-hmm. it's just about, you know, I, I just want to say it one more time, just accepting yourself, no matter how long it takes, you know, and just because once you accept yourself, it's just uphill, you know, mm-hmm. it's just uphill. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, y'all see why me and her friends, because, you know, definitely inspiration. And I think that like me and you, when we talk, we always like piggyback off each other, like just, you know, uh-huh. so I like that we got that friendship and I'm glad that you're able, my friends, but my, our community is able to see you and what I see in you. So, uh, you know, if y'all are listening, y'all are missing out on a great person. Uh, y'all see how great she is and y'all see why she's one of my, one of my good friends. So Jessica, thank you for coming on the Fair Show podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Um, you know, I, I hope that this, if it just helps one person or if it helps a billion, you know, um, it, it's so worth it. And, you know, like, thank you for like, um, for yourself wanting to learn and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. You know, I'm very, very proud of you. Oh, she gonna make me cry. Make me cry. <laughs> Tissue please. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's the end of our show. I want to thank once again, Jessica, for coming on. Hey, and the conversation does not have to stop right here on this podcast. You can go to our, you can join the conversation by going to our website at Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Sorry, I just lied to y'all. StraightUpShowPodcast.com. It's S-T-R, the number eight up show podcast.com. There you'll find previous episodes, merchandise, uh, blogs, vlogs, uh, everything that we are doing within our community, community, uh, we are growing. We we have we're in Tampa, Seattle. Uh, we just signed a TV deal in Louisiana, so in Bossier Parish. If you're out there, we're on Southern Lead Channel 12 every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Uh, make sure you go check us out. That happens uh, on June 15th. If you're listening right now, we have started broadcasting there. Uh, all across the world, thank our friends over there in Africa, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, thank y'all so much for the support that you're giving us. Right now, shout out to our friends in Nigeria who are going through some things right now. Also, our friends in Ukraine, our our, our prayers and wishes with y'all still to this day. Uh, if you want to support our podcast, go to our, our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash show podcast 318. That's patreon.com forward slash show podcast 318. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You got to be straight up. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs>